a really quick and exciting announcement to make. The Menopause and Cancer podcast is now also on YouTube, and I'm so excited that more people now get to watch our conversations. So the link to the YouTube channel is in our show notes. Please go and subscribe to the channel so that more people who need to hear our conversations are able to find them. Thank you. Hi, I'm Danny Bennington and welcome to my podcast. This podcast is for anyone who's been affected by cancer and menopause. I'll be speaking to special guests and menopause experts to help us find solutions to our symptoms and of course address the greater picture. We're going to talk about everything from mental health to physical health, sexual health to bone health and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Welcome. Good evening, everyone. I have so many lovely friends and faces that I know and that are so dear to me here tonight, which is lovely. Welcome. I'm Danny. For those of you that don't know me, I have been hosting these intention setting ceremonies for a few years now after I did a similar intention setting sort of workshop practice myself on someone else's podcast many years ago. I think it was Rachel Brathen, who is a yoga teacher. And I really found it to be such a transformational practice that I wanted to start sharing it with my yoga community and the people around me. And now it's so lovely that people who've done the intention setting ceremony remind me to do it again. So thank you, Sunaila. For those who are here live with me today, really honor this space. This is a really important and potent sort of practice. For anyone who is listening back to this, and you might be listening to this on the podcast, you can pause at any time and don't get frustrated when maybe I'm asking you things and you don't have answers that come to you. There is really no right or wrong here. Hi, Katya. Hi, whoever has joined us. If you could mute yourself, that would be lovely. Hi, darling. So we're going to look back over this year, 2022, so that we can then move forward into 2023. And I don't want to overwhelm you. And so we're going to break it down in lots of questions, which you're going to answer in your notepads. If at one point you have much more to write than the time I'm giving you, make a little star or a little symbol, and you can revisit and continue with your answers at a later stage. I'm going to gauge from you at what point people finish writing to then go and prompt you with the next question. So I'm just going to play this all by ear. And one thing that is really important for today, don't um, try and tap too much into your rational mind, into um, into your thoughts, into your mind. Let's try and answer a lot of these things from our intuition, from a feeling, from a just what comes to you and to the forefront of your mind today. There is really no right or wrong in giving yourself the answers. And before we're going to start together, we're just going to take three deep breaths together. So if you want to just ground yourself for a moment into your chair, into your sofa, you can either lean back or sit upright. You want to close your eyes for a moment, close your eyes. 
Just notice when you breathe in how your chest, your ribcage, your belly expands. And when you breathe out, you can relax your shoulders a little bit. Your jaw, your mouth. And we're all going to take a breath in. And a big breath out. Two more. Breathing in. Let go, breathe out. And take a last big breath in together. And breathe out. And if we can now all open our notepads and bring our pens out. And as a title, you can write 2022 at a glance. It's your title for the workshop. We had 365 days of big experiences, milestones, stuff that's transpired, highlights, lowlights. And I'd like you to revisit your whole year and journal month by month. And if this is difficult, get your phone out and you can look through your pictures. And if you don't want to do it month by month, think back, gosh, to January, to February, to March. Was there anything that you can just remember? There might be months where you just go blank. Just let the blankness be. But if you think back into the winter months of this year, how did we start the year? Are there waves of emotions that come into this reflection exercise for you at the moment? So let's just get out what is really sort of prominent. The big, the colorful things that you can remember. The accomplishments, you might have moved home. You might have gone through illness. You might have built an extension, <laughs> bought a car. Some things are more vivid. Let's get them out. Let's get them on paper. I often use my phone for these exercises, especially when I feel a bit stuck and I think, gosh, I can't remember what happened in March or April. And I flick through some pictures and I think, oh, my God, where this amazing family get together or that Sunday afternoon where I had friends over. And so feel free to tap into that. And just let, let it come out of you. Let, let things just come out of you.
We'll spend a couple more minutes just sort of brain dumping. This is your brain dump. This is before we get into the nitty gritty. Hi, Victoria. Um, you lost sound. You had to rejoin. You didn't miss much. Welcome back. We just put a title down. 2022 at a glance. And I know you're all writing, but I'm going to bring you out of this for a bit and we'll get a little bit more thorough now. We're going to break the year up into four integral components. The one is our home. The other one is mind. The next one is body, and the next one is spirit. And I'm going to ask you to reflect on each one of those, and we're going to start with home. Home is everything that is related to you, your family, your house, your partners, spouses, your family life, your pets. And so you might want to make a title that says home. 2022 home. And if you take a moment and if you want to close your eyes and you think what home represents to you, then tune into this home aspect. For me, my friends are a real extension of this home. the people in my family. And how was that area for you in 2022? So forget about your health, forget about your work, forget about your spirit, hone into your home. How was home for you? Where did you do well in this area? How were your connections? Maybe you feel like you haven't had enough time at home. Maybe you've been drawn back into the office, into a post-COVID work environment, and you didn't feel you were present enough at home. And allow all the feelings, the confusion that sometimes comes when we think of our year, numbness. Maybe home was a real challenge. Did you have a highlight in your home? Or a low light? Was it a really difficult year, time? Maybe you had elements of this home life that you'd rather not remember even. Really difficult moments. Think of your extended relationships. 
the relatives, the different generations. Were you challenged? And we'll bring a few breath awarenesses into making this non-judgmental. So whatever comes up for you, this isn't a reflection on how well you've done, on how hard you've tried. This is just what comes up for you now. So don't try and think ahead of how you could do better next year. Just get it out and... Say as it is. And sometimes we run out of words to write. We can doodoo. Create a nice headline, a title. Maybe one particular thing takes over when you think of your home life. A difficult relationship or you're praising, being grateful for relationships you're having, no right or wrong, no judging. We're going to move on to our mind aspect. And the mind is everything that is related to your jobs, to your work, to your projects, to your study, to your career, to your working life, whether you have financial jobs or not. So think of all the jobs you do. This doesn't mean that you have to be employed or working because we all have so much, so many more jobs that we do, so many more commitments. This might be voluntary work. This might be jobs that you do for your family, jobs you do for your parents or the older generation, the unpaid jobs you do as a parent. And how was that for year in 2022? Maybe you had to give up work because of challenging situations. Maybe you breathed a new lease of life into your already existing work. Did you have a high or a low? Maybe the whole year was just meh.
did you feel rewarded in any way? Were those unpaid jobs? They're looking after people around us, whether that's a parenting job or any other caregiving role. Was there a reward? You feel you've achieved something? Every single year before I do this exercise, I always think I have not achieved what I set out to do every single year. And whilst I do the practice, I remind myself of the things I have actually done, all the small things that we so easily forget that we also do and contribute to. And so I hope you remember some of the things that you can give yourself a big pat on the back for. Did you feel financially rewarded for your efforts? Even if those are jobs that perhaps don't pay you, how was the reward? Did you enjoy anything in particular about these challenges this year? And which aspects did you not enjoy about your mind, your work life? If you sort of summed it up with an immediate feeling, what was it like, that mind, that work? Was it too much? Was it okay? Did you feel overstretched, overburdened? undervalued, unrewarded. Maybe you could list one high, one thing you can remember that was a real good thing. Like that Monday morning when you did the pack lunch and the kids left on time and you had it all in order. When you helped your family with all of their appointments and made sure they're okay. Maybe you had a really big success, a pay rise. And can you remember a real low point? Was there something? And before we move into our body, if you just look a little bit into what you've written and when you split it up, your 
home and your mind of how different our reflections can be. Same person, same year, same life, but very different experiences in different areas of our lives. Sometimes one area can be really quite good and working for us and another area can be a real challenge. Now, what happens if we bring a third area in and that is that of your body? And when we think of our bodies, we think health, illness, your wellness, your fitness, how you're feeling in your body, in your house, and how was it this year for you? So the third area is body. And sometimes we've had really huge monumental changes in our health in a single year. And they will change us forever. And sometimes that body has just served us for a whole year and we've hardly been able to stop and recognize it, notice it, feel it. It hasn't given you particular grief. It's just been there. No right or wrong, no judging, but just feel into your home. Your actual home, this is the place that you reside every single day through which you experience this world. This temple that is your body. So how was your health in 2022? And how did you feel in your body? How have you been eating? How much have you been drinking? If you had pains or poor health, I won't have to remind you to put that down because it's going to really come out of you. It's going to just blurb out of you anyway. And if you could even put your finger on it somehow, how were your energy levels throughout the year? If you remember back to maybe the spring, And then the summer and the autumn coming into winter. How, how was your energy? Did you exercise or did you think all year I'd love to exercise and you just couldn't come up with the motivation? Maybe all year you thought, oh, I'd like to eat a bit differently. 
and it's not quite happened. Maybe you've learned a new tool or strategy that aids your body somehow. Maybe you plugged yourself into a meditation for the first time. Maybe you went to breathwork classes. And how do you think you took care of your body this year? Did you give it the rest and attention and care it needed at times? Or was it one of those years where Other things took over, because sometimes they do, and we're busy. Did you make any changes? Did you love your body this year? Did you like your body this year? Or did you feel less comfortable looking at yourself? How did you feel towards yourself? Other elements of comparison? Did you compare yourself and your body to others? Okay. We're going to move into our fourth area, which is our spirit. And it's a bit harder, that spirit, to sort of write about. But the spirit is sort of everything that doesn't fit, for me anyway, into our home, into our body, into our mind area. And that is sort of your emotions and your love and your joys and also your personal development that doesn't necessarily need to fit into your work personal development. Maybe you read a book or tuned into a podcast or maybe you had access to something that really helped you somehow or changed you or a person that helped you along somehow, a charity, a mentor, a friend, someone that helped guide you or you had a really special relationship with someone. Was there something like that? And so I think it's Although it's hard to tap into that spirit part, it's, it's really helpful as well. 
Like, how did you feel in your heart in 2020? Like, that heart center of yours. So thinking, did you feel fulfilled? So let your work mind be aside, your body be aside, your sort of family relationships be aside, you yourself, the relationship you have with yourself, this foremost, most important relationship. How was that? How did you feel in your heart, your soul? And what did you learn about yourself? Those don't need to be positive things. Remember, we're not here to make this a positive. We're just making it real. To allow the feelings. This is kind of the area that can help us change on so many levels. Did you have a sort of overriding feeling of being good enough in all of the different roles that you undertake every single week? Were you connected to yourself or were you connected to your fears, your worries? A future illusion. Maybe you were more connected to your anxiety and trying to manage that than connected to your heart center. And did you allow yourself to feel? Or whenever feelings came up, you swallowed down the tears because you felt or you needed to maybe be brave for someone else or put on that smile that you think people are expecting from you. Sometimes we do need to cut ourselves off almost from our big emotions because we feel that they're too much, too much for ourselves, too much for everyone else. Is there anyone you talk to about your feelings this year? And maybe you feel like you've grown somehow this year as a person. Maybe you've said no a few more times and that preserved your energy levels. Maybe you've learned to honor your boundaries somehow. Or voice your needs, 
your desires, your wishes. Did you allow to be who you are this year? Do you allow others to see who you are? Like how you really are? Or do you, like so many of us, we often just plow through and we do all these things because we think that's what's expected or people will expect you to be up and dancing and laughing at one o'clock in the morning where really you want to be in bed tucked up with a hot water bottle. <laughs> Did you bend over backwards this year to please all the people around you? Sometimes a really hard year can teach us so much about ourselves and where we were a few years ago and how we're feeling right now today. That spiritual home of ours. I can see some of you are still writing, but we're going to just move on to the next question. In 2022, did you have an overriding number one major challenge or not? Does one experience come to mind? Maybe a relationship that imploded or a health problem, a death, a grief, and let's think bigger, a recurring pattern that can also be your number one challenge. It could be a self-limiting belief. It could be a bickering relationship that doesn't serve you. It could be the mental health of a loved one doesn't need to just be you, so many things that happen to the people around us that affect us. And was there something this year where you thought that was definitely my number one challenge? Maybe you felt constantly stretched and overworked and really exhausted come Friday night and then your number one challenge would have been your work the hours you put in and is there a sentence you can make now um, so the sentence would be whatever your number one challenge was so you you just wrote down one sentence is yeah I felt overwhelmed or I felt besides myself with fear or I felt detached or I just felt so disappointed and low with that number one challenge. 
Maybe you've been trying to pull off a project and it wasn't working. You still can't see it sort of working out like you wanted to, then it can be so disappointing and deflating. If the number one challenge was your health, The sentence could just be, it was so scary or so devastating. And now let's add a little bit to this. So you know what your number one challenge was, or maybe you don't, and then just carry on anyway. But if something came to you, then what did you learn? because of this challenge. So you could say my biggest challenge of 2022 was X, Y, and Z. And because of it, I learned, or because of it, I'm feeling, and again, this doesn't need to be positive. Remember, not every journaling prompt will resonate the same with each of you. And did you have a big accomplishment in 2022? Let's focus on that as well. Like, again, it could be a big thing that you feel you've accomplished, or again, it could be or the dedication and the hard work you've put in and the help and support you gave to someone else. And to do that for a whole year, it's a massive accomplishment. So let's think big here. Like what stirs your heart when you think of what you've accomplished? Maybe you had this reoccurring theme of accomplishments. I bet there will be lots of people this year who said, I've accomplished to have lots of cold showers. So many people have gotten into breath work and cold water swimming. Well, that's a big accomplishment, right? And a reoccurring theme of accomplishments. Maybe you've managed to cook that really healthy dinner once a week for you and your family. And you manage to do it more than once and almost weekly. That's a big accomplishment. Maybe you've managed to take your vitamin D and not forgotten about it. Well done. There might have been a real part of your life that flowed. And you might even remember how you got there. How did you get there to this accomplishment? Like really acknowledge the support and the resources that you put in place that allowed you to achieve or to feel you've gotten to this accomplishment. 
I know it's totally none of my business, but at this point, I'd love to see and hear <laughs> what all of you are writing. Celebrate with you all of our wins, big successes, small successes. And you can just make a little star or something next to it, because I think over the next couple of days, there'll be more accomplishments that you can think of even than just now. What is a mistake you made in 2022? You could just write. The mistake I think I made in 2022 is something might flow. Maybe nothing flows. And it could be things like not saying how you feel or how you felt throughout or hiding your feelings away or trying to put on a brave face. Those are all things that we could, in retrospect, think actually not a huge mistake, but actually it still didn't serve me. And what are you proud of? A bit different to accomplishment. Maybe you're proud for making a decision that is work-related, or maybe you're feeling proud for showing up for tonight's practice and doing something that is out of your comfort zone. The next question, we're just going to answer with words rather than sentences and all the things and people and situations that you are grateful for in 2022. And just take a moment to sit with it. It can be a thing that you're grateful of, something you've pulled off. Maybe the support you've been given or the support you were able to give. a person or people in your life. Maybe you're so grateful to be alive. And a couple more, maybe trickier questions until we move into next year. Is there something you need to let go of or you would wish to let go of, even if you can't, 
right now let go of all your fears and worries, there's something you'd like to let go of. A person or a situation you need to move away from. Something you need to release. Something bad that has happened and you really want to get away from it, even if in reality you can't, but something you need to release. Maybe if you felt, I don't know, that you just weren't maybe good enough or didn't try hard enough or didn't achieve enough, maybe you'd need to let go of that, that self-destructive talk, self-limiting beliefs. And the last sort of difficult question. In 2022, is there anyone that you need to forgive, even if we can't quite forgive everything and everyone? But where you hurt, where there's small repeated insults, maybe you felt betrayed somehow, not valued. Maybe it's out of your control anyway. And we can't, you know, if everyone could forgive everything, it's an ideal world scenario. But would there be something that, if you could forgive the person or the situation, so that we wouldn't have to carry that resentment into the new year? I think that's where I'd like to shine light on. Sometimes we want to forgive, but we can't. But the longing sensation is enough now. Even if we can't change anything, the things people say to us sometimes, the parents, people mean so well and so much can be so hurtful. Because the forgiving isn't for them, the forgiving is for us, so that we don't carry the bags of resent into the next year. I think we've made it sort of to the end of our 2022 reflections. If you just had one word or a sentence to sum up the year, Again, like it could be, oh my gosh, it was so much. It was too much. It was overwhelming. Or it was so dull or so disappointing or so scary. We can just say thank you, 2022, for every lesson and every blessing. What is done is done. What is felt is felt. I release you 2022, and so it is. Done. Felt.
And so if we just look through the pages in our books, we have home, mind, body, and spirit. And often very different experiences. Like you could have a really brilliant home life and a really, really difficult body life. It's almost like we're living different people in one one little world. If you just shone a little bit of light onto the next year, 2023, and if you had anything that you could wish for, like how would it be for you? Like without going into the nitty gritty of the four sort of themes that we worked on, like an overarching, how would you want it to be like fun or light or healthy or joyful or what you long for, maybe maybe you long for really feeling alive, feeling excited and joyful or calm and peaceful. Could be so many different things we all need. And now you've done the reflection exercise on your home, your family, your friends, your house, your relationships. If you think of next year, is it okay if it stayed the same? Would you like something else for that home life of yours? Now you've done the reflection of home, so we break it down into the four areas again. If it's been a pretty good home life year for you, then it's probably quite nice if it stayed the same and didn't change that much. So instead of setting this one big ginormous New Year's Resolution, we are setting gentle intentions into different parts of our lives. And we can dream it up at this point, like really just dream it up. This is the time where the new partners are being dreamt up, and I'm just joking, (laughs) but maybe not. Oh dear. And we really give ourselves space and we allow time, bring a bit of extra attention. into those four main areas. Maybe where we lacked a little bit last year, this is where we want to put a bit more focus and thought.
What about your mind, your work, your jobs, your unpaid jobs, your businesses? It could just be words if you don't want to make sentences here going into the future because I realize these are, at the moment, illusions, dreams, ideas, wishes. And we're starting to manifest, right? We're starting to bring the energy to where we want it to go. Maybe you... Maybe you didn't have much that was, was difficult for you last year in your mind, in your work, in your jobs area. Or maybe this is the year where you bring all of your focus and attention into that area. You're onto new and exciting things and you're going to pull them off. Put the sparkle into your mind. Put the energy into that area. Or maybe if last year, this year has been really exhausting. Maybe all you want is for it to be a bit of a later year. Laura has just put in the messages, 2022 was tough. It felt good to put this year to bed. Thank you, Danny, for helping me to do that in such a positive way. And that's it, right? Sometimes we just need to put certain areas of our lives to bed, move on with renewed energy somehow. But if everything is bundled up into one feeling, it's very hard to direct our energies. And what do you wish for your goddess bodies in 2023? Victoria put in the comments just earlier saying, I've got to go. I feel sick as I started chemo today. We listened back and completed. It was great. And so... The body, the illness, the health, the energy will be very different for all of us going forward. But we can allow ourselves just for today, just for this exercise, we can allow ourselves to dream it up. If you want to feel really whole, really healthy, really late, really loved in your own body, just put those words down. They don't need to feel real to you now. They can be what you aspire you to feel like in your body next year. And it can be things that you think other people might laugh at if you told them, like befriending my wrinkles, my 
saggy skin, my weight, whatever it is. It can be big or small things. There is no judgment here. There's no judgment and we don't need big resolutions. We don't need big plans. And that spirit of yours, that area that was a little bit harder maybe to reflect on. How you felt or developed as a person, how you felt inside, how you laughed, how you felt joy. For years, Emma and I have been saying, we just want to walk down the pavement, haven't we, Emma, like with a spring in our steps, with long, lush, thick hair, <laughs> feeling 21 again, abundance of energy. <laughs> it has happened at points, but, you know, <laughs> maybe we'll need to put that down again, Emma. Maybe you want to discover new newly found joys again next year, something that you think I could do with something new that fills me up again, that lights me up, that excites me. And so even if we put down, find new hobby, that could be good enough for today, find new hobby. And is there a boundary you need to set as you move into next year? So knowing all the things you know about yourself, everything you've sort of let come out of you. Is there a boundary? And you can make it really clear and write a sentence and say, the boundary I need to set for 2023 is. So they could be external boundaries. Maybe for colleagues not constantly asking you to do more work or for your relatives not constantly asking you to help them with their appointments. Maybe you need to Ask other people to step up as well and support you in your roles. Or maybe it's you were overstepping your own boundaries. So if we think in a broader context, these also could be patterns of how you treat yourself. Like, are you self-sabotaging somewhere in life? You might be tired going to bed and then scrolling on your phone for an hour or two. I think my screen time for sure is something that I have brought up here. Mindlessly scrolling 
a way of self-sabotaging, perhaps not honoring my boundaries, or maybe it's drinking too much or that negative chat in your head. And do you have a feeling that you want to embody next year? Like if you're going to put down, I want to feel like on top of the world for 365 days. I'll let you, but you might be, <laughs> you might be very optimistic, but it could be joy or Maybe safety, if this year, like Victoria said, and I'm assuming here, but was full of really, really, really big health challenges. There must have been a, many moments of feeling unsafe, unsafe in her own body, of her life. And so my feeling often for me for years was safety. Maybe you need the feeling to be reassuring because you felt like you didn't pull off what you set out to pull off in 2022 and you need to be reassured that it will happen and you are on the right track and you're going to get this job or you're going to build that extension or you're, you're going to get to the end of your treatment and you need to be reassured in that. And if you do have a major goal you set out to accomplish in 2023, put it down. You might not. You might actually take this exercise into much more detail at another time and put down a major goal for each one of those four areas if you wanted to. You could have an overarching sort of goal. If you, if one of those four areas was more your sort of building block, your... difficult part then you might have a goal in one of those areas and so that might be a thing and you could go into more detail at another time or it could be a feeling could be a goal as well so let's extend that thought a goal could also be feeling more at ease throughout the whole year or feeling more peaceful. That could also be a goal. It doesn't need to be what we in the traditional way think a job goal or a relationship goal, the new partner or the new big job. It could be maybe balance. Maybe the goal could be to feel more at peace, to feel more 
in balance, living within my energy, within my boundaries. It does get a little bit harder when we sort of go into more of the nitty gritty, right? Is there something you intend to create in 2023? Like a healthy life or a big project? Like you are really in charge here of those thoughts and you're in charge of your dreams. We are not expecting for all of this to happen now, but we are expecting us. You can dream big for yourself because at one point, we have been taught as adults that it's silly to dream big. It's pointless. Our experiences are often then holding us back, saying, well, it didn't work out 20 times in the last five years. It's not going to work out. So don't let those experiences hold you back now. If you have an intention, you can put it down. How amazing, Terry said her reflection showed her how amazing her 2022 was. I don't think I fully appreciated all that happened in this year until now. What a gift you've given me. I'm so grateful, Terry. Louise is saying it's been cathartic to focus and reflect on 2022. She's looking forward to 2023. Your intention could be that you need to give yourself space. Your intention could be that you show up and care for yourself and your body. Your intention could be that you want to lead with your heart a little bit more than with your head. Those can all be as important as an intention as I want to get that job or I want to earn more money. Your intention could be to just be honest with the people around you, with how you're doing. And if it's not too much and not too woo-woo and not too out there, we're going to turn that into a positive affirmation. And the positive affirmation is something that's already happened. You write it in the present tense. And so if your intention was, I need to let go, maybe you just need to let go of the last year, then your positive affirmation would be, I am free. If your intention was that you wanted to go back to good health because you've had a really shocker of a year, then your positive affirmation would be, I am healthy. If your intention was to become more present, then your affirmation is, I am here now. Okay, if your intention was to feel more reassured, then your positive affirmation can be, I can do this. 
I've got this. If your intention was that you needed to accept yourself a little bit more of exactly who you are and how you are, accept and embrace yourselves with everything you embody today, then your positive affirmation could be, I am worthy just the way I am. For some of you, this is not going to resonate and you're going to think, it's just a bit off. But for some of you, a positive affirmation might just come somehow, and maybe not now, maybe tomorrow, and you can start to scribble it in all of your little notebooks, on all of your sticky notes, a post-it note on the fridge, and it kind of will sum up all the work you've done tonight. And if not, it won't, and it's fine. And if nothing came out of this tonight, and in a few days you think, what, what were those positive affirmations? There are lists and lists, and one might resonate, and you might write it on a piece of paper and stick it in your pocket. Maud said, I've realized some patterns that have been coming up again that I was unaware of. This has been truly wonderful. Thank you. I feel so grateful for 2022 and cannot wait for an abundant 2023. Thank you so much. All those patterns. Kat says, a lovely set of questions. Thank you so much, Danny. I love the four areas and I'm looking forward to exploring them more. I had chemo a few days ago, so my brain isn't quite firing on all cylinders, but it is great to let go and look forward. No one's brain cat is firing at all cylinders. I promise you that. I can see a lot of <laughs> I can see a lot of blank faces and tired eyes now as we come to the end. Emma is writing positive affirmations in capitals and underlining them. I needed this. Thank you. Yes, you go and underline all of those positive affirmations. And don't beat yourself up if you haven't come to a positive affirmation because it doesn't always flow that way. But I think together, all of us, we've come sort of to the end of our reflections and intentions. And I invite you to just put down your pen and paper for a moment. And together, we're just going to take three really simple breaths. Mainly to let go of the practice and the space we've given all of our thoughts. And again, we're just tuning into our physical body a little bit more. Notice what you're sat on. Notice what you're leaning against. Has it gone cold in your room? Has the tip of your nose gone cold? Or are you feeling warm and cosy? We're going to take three breaths. And with every breath, we're just going to let go of the practice. Detaching from all those words and thoughts, breathing in and breathing out. Breathing again, filling your heart space with newly found energy. Breathing out, letting go of any stagnant energy. 
and breathing in for a third time together. Breathing out, 2022. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Keep those papers, keep your little notebook. No one needs to go and look at it ever again, but if it falls in your hands throughout the year, you'll remember the work you've put in, you'll remember the safe space you've created for yourself. You'll remember that you set some intentions, you might have had a word, you will also remember that you sat in a really wonderful space of wonderful humans. Spaces you can all create with the people around you. Just invite people onto a Zoom and create all those lovely spaces and communities and release all of that lovely oxytocin that just us women create when we gather in women's circles. Thank you so much, everyone. Oh, lovely, your cameras have turned on, Louise, and your Christmas tree, and we've only sat here a year ago doing the same exercise. It's 365 days nearly of years and days we've had and living and hard days and easy days and if you combine them all to all the people who are on the call today there's a lot of tears shed worries and joys and it's great to get it all out on paper thank you so much everyone i'm just going to read all of your lovely comments now but you've put all the work in so now reward yourself with something nice. Thank you everyone for joining me. All of you amazing people. All the best for your years, for your days to come. I hope it will be filled with joy, laughter, kindness, crazy times. <laughs> All the best, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone.